Jennifer Brooks began her career in 1996 as a band and choir director for Banks Junior and Senior High School before moving to the David Douglas School District in Portland, Oregon in 1998, where she currently works as the director of all music in the K-12 schools. Today, we get to talk to Jennifer about winning this year's NFHS Music Citation Award, her career as a music educator, and what she's learned from holding numerous leadership roles with the NFHS, the Oregon Band Directors Association, and the Oregon Music Educators Association. Before we get into it today, make sure to subscribe to the show and share it with someone that you think it would benefit. It means more to us than you know. But without further ado, here is Jennifer Brooks. Welcome back to The Stage, the official performing arts podcast of the NFHS. I'm your host, Ken Burke, coming to you live from the 2023 NFHS Summer Meeting in Seattle. In this episode, we are honoring our 2023 Performing Arts Music Citation Award winner, Jennifer Brooks. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How does it feel to be a Citation Award winner? You know, it's a little bit surreal, only Mm. because I have served on the committee, Um, I have been the chair of the committee, so I know the voting process, and Mm -hmm. I I know the caliber of people there, and and so it was a real shock to... um, to get that information this year. Yeah, well, I, I, we are honored to uh, have you and just uh, honored to honor you, I guess I should say. Um, but as we get into it today, I, I love asking this question right off the bat. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up and how did you get to where you are now? So I definitely wanted to be a performer. Okay. Uh, I did a lot of theater. Uh, I was, I, I'm a failed violinist. My dad let me quit <laughs> when I was six. Um, and then, <laughs> then I started with band instruments and playing the oboe when I was 10. And that was really pretty much it. My dad was my band director, his dad was his band director, so sort of the family business. And um, when when I came through school, there was a massive budget crisis in Oregon. Um, people were saying there's never gonna be music education, there's mm. not gonna be any of this. And so when I went to college, I actually was um, studying psychology. You know, I didn't know kind of what I was gonna do because theater and music were going to go away and and I was sitting at an event watching my dad's band this was the fall after I had graduated watching them perform at an event and that was it that was the moment for me Mm -hmm. and I I went I went back because it was like they're doing it without me I want to do this this is what I should be doing and um, I ended up actually sort of having a, a crisis in the in the restroom like what am I doing with my life and um and then as it turns out that's now the school that I teach at was wow. where where I had this existential crisis and um <laughs> the restroom's still there and still ugly yellow so um so yeah so that was that was kind of how how I how I got there I was always involved in in theater and music and mm. and um then just off I went as soon as I made that decision yeah Wow, that's that's unbelievable. And why have you felt so called uh, to educate students on the importance of music in this world? Oh, um, I don't. Mm. I actually don't think. I mean, most people that are in my my bands and orchestras um, or choirs that I taught a long time ago, it's not about the music. It's yeah. about who you become through the music. Wow. Because most kids aren't going to go off and major in music. Right. They're not necessarily, you know. Um, you might get a handful. You know, when you watch a, a great sports team, and I've watched a lot of high school football, and you can always tell the one kid that's going to make it in, onto a college team. Right. 
And then you watch a great college team and you see a couple of kids that are going to make it onto the pros. And so, you know, music's very similar. You might get one really, really fantastic musician and you know that they're going to go on and do it uh, and major in it in college. But um, so I really actually approach um, my classes more about what do we do working together? Mm. And, and because I, I also believe that you can only experience, I mean, music is, is so unique and the feelings that you feel and the goosebumps that you get. And, and when things are, when things are rocking it, it's, it's, it's really kind of amazing. What was the best thing for you about working on the NFHS music committee as, as a member and then later as the chair? You know, I think the answer is the same for both. Um, because I think the the greatest part about it is all of the people I've gotten to spend time with, mm. and you know we're, we're I am a product of you know Oregon band directors. You know I'm a third generation. I'm very ingrained in the process, and so it's a very myopic view of what music education is all about. Mm. And so to listen to what other people do around the country and how they deal with. Um, with the same things that we deal with, but in a different way, I think has given me an amazing perspective that most people just don't get to have. Mm, yeah. I mean, you obviously worked on so many, the learn courses and stuff like that. Sure. What was one that was really challenging for you or and for the entire committee? Oh, it had to be the copyright one. <laughs> it had to be the copyright yeah. one. We were just talking about that um, <laughs> the other day. I mean, we burned music um, yeah. <laughs> uh, for art. Yes. Anyway, so the, 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 um, you know, for me, that was, you know, definitely out of my realm. I, I didn't have the research. I, I definitely didn't know, you know, what, what James and Alan knew, you know, coming into it. And then, you know, we're going through these things, and they're, they're like, well, you know, technically you're not supposed to be able to play Pomp and Circumstance at graduation. I'm like, guys, I just did that yesterday. You know, like, because it was, it was right after graduation when we had done it. I'm like, you guys got to keep me out of the orange suit. I don't look good in orange. So it was, uh, um, you know, really wrapping your brain around all of the things that, that had to be said so clearly so that people wouldn't be in a position where they could get in trouble. Mm. But it was like, really? That's against the law. That's yeah. against the law. It was, it was, um, it was stunning. So I think just the academic aspect of, of that course, I think was definitely the most challenging because it was a, also the largest group and the group mm. for more, um, um, you know, more, you know, subgroups. And then, um, because everything else was, you know, specifically about content that I was familiar with, yeah. whether it was the judging course or the, yeah. you know, those things. So, so yeah, copyright for sure. Jennifer, how does it feel to win the 2023 Citation Music Award? You know, I think, um, you know, it just goes back to, I, I know so many of the other people that have earned the award. Um, and so to be amongst them in, in what do they say, in the history books, mm. um, it is very humbling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm sure it is. I mean, that's, that's such an amazing honor. And one thing that I, that I noticed was that all three of the performing arts citation award winners are women. That is so amazing. And what advice would you give to women out there, young educators, students, whoever it may be, uh, advice about perseverance and just determination in their careers? You know, I think that's, I think it's really tough because, you know, I never considered myself anything other than just a band director, mm. right? And I, I get to work, I try, I hold them, you know, hold them to the same level, I think, as my male counterparts. The, the, 
thing that I found really interesting, it was a, a few years ago, and Oregon does a cool thing at the end of the state band contest where they bring all the directors up, and then everybody, you know, they introduce all of the directors that are competing at state. And it's just kind of a, a, a pretty cool moment. I got to, um, the first time I got to go to state, I stood between my dad and the guy that I stood and taught with, and that, wow. was, that was a moment. But the, um, um, a few years ago, a young lady comes up to me. She goes, oh, it's you. I thought, oh, gosh, what did I do? What did I do? You know, I'm, 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 I'm racking my brain, like, what did I do wrong? And, and she said, well, you were the only woman standing up there. Wow. At the end of the night, she says, it, it's you. And I thought, oh, man. You know, I, I know the, the, the talk is that you can't see yourself doing the job if you can't see yourself, right? right? And so I think that the um, one of the things that gets in the way of um, women doing the job, um, at least specifically band-wise, and band at a big high school, mm-hmm. um, is the hours no yeah. the grind is terrible you know my i'm i'm at school by 6 30 in the morning and by 6 45 my jazz band's going for it mm-hmm. you know it, it's um and then you have all the nights and you have all of the the things and so one of the things that i think happens early on in um the career is that's about the age where women have babies mm. and if you don't have this is going to sound <laughs> really silly but if you don't have good daycare if you don't have good babysitters, then you cannot do a high school job. You mm-hmm. can't do the nights yeah. if you don't have people to, you know, if you if you choose to have a family. So I think I got really lucky um, early on with that. And then I think the other thing um, is as, as the climate and as education changes and as pe- uh, there's more people being represented in, in the profession – um, I think it's just it's important, especially early on, to not get offended. Mm. Just to not get offended because it's, you know, again, being a product of, you know, I, I'm teaching in the state that, you know, I grew up in. And all of the people when I first came out of college and got a teaching job, all the guys that were on the stage watched me grow up in my dad's band. Mm. And so, so, which is unique. Not everybody's going to, going to have that, but, but, um, I, I definitely think that there are generations that treat women a little bit differently. And, um, and I think that just not getting offended and, and rolling with it and just saying, well, that's, that's, you know, how, how they are. And, um, and then continuing to educate the people that you're around. Um, I had somebody recently, uh, come and work with my band and he looked at my trumpet player and said, come on, man up, man up, dude. I'm like, Oh gosh, you can't say that anymore. But he's 70 years old. Yeah. Right. And that's just, that's, and so, so you go back and you talk to the kids like, Hey, you know, he had great stuff to say. This wasn't okay. Yeah. Right. But that's just who he is, how he was brought up, and and what happened. And so, yeah. so I, I think th- I think those are the the two really big things. Is as a young educator, if you choose to have a family, you got to have somebody. You know, um, you've got to have a whole bunch of people yeah. that can take care of the little ones, so that you can continue to do the job. Yeah. Or choose a job that you know is going to have fewer nights and have fewer you know fewer things like that. Right. Yeah. That's that's really great advice. And now that you've won this award, what's what's next for your career? What what do you oh. hope to accomplish next in music? You know, somebody so this is I just finished year number 27. Come. And so somebody said, "Well, you're going into your sophomore year, you know." And uh, <laughs> 
Um, so it's very interesting to be at this end of my teaching, looking at the 30-year mark, going, oh, I can make some choices there. You know, because it would be fiscally irresponsible to not, right? right? Um, <laughs> which is silly. Um, but the, I, you know, I think the, the, the big thing for me will be, um, you know, once, once, you know, success starts happening, you know, it's, it's keeping the momentum going. I was very foolish as a young teacher thinking that, boy, once my band gets good, it's going to be easy. <laughs> and uh, that was the exact opposite. The better they get, the harder I have to work mm. um, because I have to go in more prepared. Um, you know, because if, if a group's not very good, man, there's so much that goes wrong. It's easy. You just stop and fix it, <laughs> right? But when, when things start going. Um, so I think I want, I think I want it, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, in the next few years, as I start to consider a change, maybe, um, is making sure that the program is is self-perpetuating, mm. sort of like it was um, before the the COVID halt. Yeah, yeah. That's so I think, I mean, that's that's. I think that's my biggest. That's my biggest goal, mm. um, and to continue to. Um, bring new new music into my curriculum yeah yeah yeah, that's that's really good and yeah i I was gonna ask you what your favorite activity in high school was but i'm assuming it's music am i mistaken um i did a lot of music and i did a lot of theater i was a state champion oboe player and as a state champion musical theater person so i was equally successful in both Mm -hmm. um so but I, i i don't know that i really considered them activities because i it was you know, I've always been like that. That was just that was just high school for me. Was yeah. being on stage. Um, the only acti- activity or sport that I did, I, I was a terrible basketball player in middle school. Gave that up. I just I, I knew better. Um, but my freshman year, I had um, I, I used to like to run. I'd run run with my dogs. You know, whatever. Run, going for a run and running cross country are two wildly wildly different things. Yep. And uh, a friend of mine comes up. She goes, Well, you know. Jen, you like to run? You like to run? Let's, you know, um, they're going to cut the girls cross country if we don't get another runner. Would you do it? I'm like, sure, absolutely. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I was terrible. I got a PR at every race because I was so bad <laughs> because I had, cause there was also no coaching, right? It was just yeah. a bunch of, just a bunch of people, just go run, just go, just, there, there was no strategy. Like, yeah. I'd, yeah, you know, I'd get, a, I'd get a quarter of the way into the race and I'd be gassed, right? Oh, I'd be yeah. done. And, um, but, uh, I ended up the most improved on the team, which you know, anytime you can do that is is pretty good. But but I think I came by it by false pretenses because at the final district meet, I, I have terrible eyes. I can't I can't see very okay. well. And as I grew up, we didn't have I didn't have any money, and um, so I couldn't afford contacts. So I had these clunky glasses, and so I couldn't run with them. And so I missed a turn, rolled down a hill and kind of got up and was looking around and I see some runners I'm like okay I'll g- I missed a whole like oh. section of the race <laughs> um so so I decided you know at that point uh, team sport even though cross country is not necessarily you know there's the team aspect but yeah. yeah team sport wasn't for me so that was um <laughs> yeah that was that was an experience but the um so that was really the only thing outside of well I did student government stuff but the um that was really the only thing I did outside of the uh, music and theater. Mm, wow. Uh, why Why do you think you loved music and theater so much? What, what about it was so important for you? 
Oh man, it was the the adrenaline. Mm. It was the rush. It was um, um, it wasn't the practice. It wasn't the rehearsal. It was none of that. It was the performance aspect. Mm. Like you just you know, for me, it just it it connected. Like that's just what I that's just what I wanted, and it it um, was where I felt the most. Um, well, elated. Like I'd be on stage and that was, you know, I wanted everybody to know what I was doing and, yeah. and, you know, um, and how, and how I was doing it. Like I, I, you know, I played the oboe, so I stood out like everything, you know, everything was a solo and, yeah. and, you know, doing, doing theater, being the lead and, you know, everything was, you know, it was, it was great. I loved it. We at the NFHS are so thankful that Jennifer got to come on today to share a little bit about her background uh, and just honor her with her Citation Award. For all of our listeners out there, please remember to subscribe to the show and share it with someone that you think will be impacted by what was discussed today. Sharing this episode with one teacher, coach, or administrator not only will go a long way for us, but it could go a long way for them as well. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope to catch you next time on the stage.